0: Hello, hello again, Miami Dolphins fans and NFL fans everywhere. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the New Beginnings Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tyler Moss, and we are going to get to some exciting stuff today with the schedule release for the 2021 season for your Miami Dolphins, as well as every team around the league. So we're going to take a quick look at that schedule today. We're going to talk about some pros and cons as far as the layout of the schedule is, Um, We'll kind of go through and and, and talk about some of the teams. Probably not going to do any projecting for wins or losses at this point just yet. Um, I like to wait a little closer to the season to do that. I know I did an episode of that last season right right before the season started. So I'll probably do something similar to that. Not that I am going to change my outlook too much before the season starts on whether we're going to be able to beat some of these teams or not. Um, it's just more. I don't know. Kind of setting back, seeing what other moves different teams might make in between now and then. Uh, the uh, June 1st deadline is coming up, and we will see a little bit more movement by some teams and players after that June 1st deadline. So, going to kind of set back and wait to see exactly what happens with that. There's some teams on the schedule, um, like the Atlanta Falcons, and we'll touch on that when we get to them on the schedule. Uh, but but the, you know they really don't have. A running back on the team right now. They've got Mike Davis that they got from the Carolina Panthers um, who can certainly you know he, he showed some pretty pretty good uh, ability last year whenever Christian McCaffrey went out with injury uh, but just similar situations like that. There's some running backs and different players that are still out there for teams to be able to pick up uh, so we'll kind of wait and see what you know what happens with all of them before I go and make an official prediction on the record. But really, the schedule release day is is one of my favorite days. It's so nice to be able to just, you see it date by date. You can take a look at when, when are they going to play at this time of year? Who are they going to be playing early versus late in the season? How that might impact as far as really needing to win, um, hopefully getting off to a quick start. And there's just so many things, you know, primetime games, so many factors that go into it. And it really gives you uh, kind of an idea what you're going to be looking at as far as, as watching the season play out. But before we get into the schedule, we're just going to touch on this kind of how how the mindset is around you know the majority of fans for this team, and really you know what 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 should your mindset be as we get closer and closer towards this season, and now we get to see the schedule which I'll go ahead and say in my opinion, I don't think that it's a particularly easy schedule um there's some favorable matchups and some favorable games, and they line up in some very good ways for this team. But there's, there's some good competition in these teams as well that we're going to be facing this year. So I wouldn't go out and say that I think it's a very easy schedule. It's got a lot of difficulty mixed in with it. Um, I, I don't really look into the whole... Uh, strength of schedule you know what team has the easier schedule versus what team has the more difficult schedule as far as having some certain teams that you know are going to be down on your schedule other than that any of these middle teams there's always surprises every year so i don't look a whole lot into that ranking kind of system that they have going on that they that i'm sure a lot of you have seen um but there's there's just been so much uh i am not going to say negativity cuz there's always people that are going to be kind of negative about certain moves but there's so much up and down mixed feelings that i'm i'm getting from so many different people whether it be on uh you know going forward with Tuatunga vailoa a lot of people are either off board with him or still on the fence not really super supportive and some people are ready you know like i i'll admit that i've always been a homer for Tuatunga vailoa and um I've still got high hopes for him, so I'm still on the wagon. I'm not getting off yet. But there's so many mixed emotions for a lot of fans when it comes to Tua, when it comes to the, some of the draft picks that were made or not made, and we touched on that in in my draft episode. As far as them not, you know, taking a uh, running back high like a lot of people really wanted them to do, um, coming out and saying Miles Gaskin is going to be their guy, and, and they seem to really be on board with that. I, I don't see them. Targeting anybody that's truly going to be able to threaten um, his his you know snaps and his ability to, to be the guy that they've really been kind of boasting him to be to this point, but just but just a lot of you know negativity in some ways and, and uncertainty and um, confusion by a lot of fans on, on exactly some of the some of the things that they've done, but when, whenever it all boils down to getting ready for the season and getting yourself excited and trying to find out you know what does my mindset need to be. Let's look at it from the beginning. Brian Flores just said, he said that, essentially said that the rebuild is over. This is the team. This is what we're looking at. And he's correct. This is exactly what, you know, after this long into the rebuild, all these draft picks that have come in, a lot of young players that have progressed to this point, um, this this is the team right here. This is what your team is going to be looking at, like for the next three to four years. With a lot of your rookie contracts that you're still on from last year, the new ones that you've picked up this year, and just in general, young players that you've had, um, yeah, three to four years, you're looking at uh, your base group of players with the mixing in of, of a vet here and there, uh, a veteran player in, in a certain area. Maybe you have to replace somebody in a certain area, but it's not going to be the drastic uh, overturning of the roster like like we've seen the last couple of years now. So essentially, you're looking at what the team is, and that leads me into starting from the beginning, like I said, from a season where, um, everybody thought we were tanking. Maybe we were, I don't know. But we ended up pulling some games out of it. You show, you saw the team progress so much as the year went on. Um, the young players were developing. So we came out of the year a couple of years ago thinking, you know, we saw some, progress, uh, some progression from a lot of players. We saw Coach Flores uh, do a very good job, uh, job coaching this team in, in kind of the first year of the, of the rebuild, whenever it was all just tore down and, and so many players were gone. And that transitioned over into last year. Um, the team still has a propensity to get off to a slow start. They've done that the last couple of years. They're going to need to fix that going into this year. And I'll touch on that more in detail when we get to the schedule. Um, but at the same time, they showed a lot of progression throughout the year. Filled some more spots. Got those draft picks, the experience that they needed, um, and you know had their ups and downs. But I mean, they go from a team that just had won just a few games to a team that won 10 games. Uh, and, and you saw, you know, flashes of, of what looked like a very good team in there, and just came short of the playoffs. And that's that's great. In the second year of a rebuild, uh, the media and everyone else was saying they're ahead of schedule. They are, uh, you know, a year or two ahead of schedule in what you would think they would be from completely stripping a team down. Uh, so they showed a lot of great things. But that brings us into uh, what we should expect this year. We we filled all of the rest of the spots that we needed to fill for the most part. Um, Some people will disagree and and talk about running back and and some other spots. And honestly, I I like Miles Gaskin, but I can't really argue with you. I I get that. I get that feeling. But at the same time, we've managed to patch up uh, some issues that we had in the the secondary as far as safety is concerned, building depth through the cornerback position, um, getting the much-needed pass rush, which hopefully Jalen Phillips turns out to be that, I expect Huge things from him personally. Some other people are worried about the uh, the injury, con- you know, concerns that come along with him, and that's completely warranted. But bringing in a high caliber guy like this that may end up having injury issues that could push him out of the league, you're hoping to get that high play from him in the first year or two. So they they are showing that they are ready to push now. That they're getting these explosive guys uh, with it with a high ceiling that hopefully you can get their their best right out of the gate and they're filling the holes with these type of guys. So, um all you know, all of those things together what they've done this off season, what they've done in the draft, free agency, everything. Um it shows me that we should expect big things out of this team this year. Uh, yeah, do we have to approach it with a with an element of cautious uh you know, um uh, type of enthusiasm? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I I have been cautious of this team for too long after I went through years of thinking um, you know, this is this is the year. They filled the piece. They got they got the Brandon Marshalls or they got the uh, the Mike Wallace's. They brought in those guys. They brought in the Indomican Seous. They brought in these huge names that are somehow going to make your entire team play better. And that was never the case. I, I you know, I, I expected great things out of them every year after these big name signings, and it never happened because they didn't make the team better. They made their certain position better, and as a whole, yes, bringing in uh, Indominus Sue, you think, well, he can make the defense better. But what the Miami Dolphins have been able to do is they have been able to make the entire unit, the entire defensive or offensive unit, better as a whole by uh, making every spot have quality play at it. And that's really what they've gone for. They're, they're building an entire team of good players. And, uh, you know, if you have to upgrade a position, and maybe you're not bringing in super, super high star quality uh, play out of that spot, but if you're able to upgrade that position that is a little weaker with somebody who who can be consistent and play, you know, play very well consistently, that that's going to be worth more to you than paying a lot of money to a guy that comes in and plays very well, but you're still lacking in a lot of other areas, talent wise. So with that, I do expect big things from the team this year. I think that they're going to make the next step forward. I, I expect playoffs out of this team this year. I expect playoffs, and I expect a playoff win. That's that's at least where I want to set my bar at for right now. That is what I want to get to, because if we get to that and the Miami Dolphins win a playoff game, all bets are off for me. They're off for this year. They're off for probably the next couple of years, I would say, unless we see something blow up uh, in the year or two after. But uh, I, I will be... I would probably be making crazy predictions, I would say, is what would happen if we got to that point. But until then, that's that's where I'm setting my bar at. That's what I want to see this team do this year. Um, and I think that's going to set us up. If we see something like that, it's going to set us up for a very, very bright future. I'll have to go fairly quickly uh, just to be able to talk about them all a little bit. Um, like I said, not really going to predict wins and losses. We're just going to kind of go through it. Um, looking at the schedule as a whole first, uh, just kind of the way it breaks down, uh, things that I was very happy about. I'm extremely happy that travel, travel distance for this team this year is going to be great. Um, of course, they do have to go to London. I get that. But the good thing about that is it's still an away game. So you're not losing a home game um, for that. So that's that's going to be huge. So regardless if you're upset about some of the decisions that the team made, uh, that certain players that you don't want in the position are there, uh, any of that, any anything that you may have in your head, let's... Look at this from a whole. Let's get behind it. Let's enjoy the ride. Don't don't let the fact that you're upset that we didn't go get uh, a top tier running back for this team. Don't don't let it cloud you from the fact that this team is still in a very good position and that we just came off a win with uh, season with ten wins. So we need to we need to really get on board. Um, have the back of the team and the coaches, trust in it to the point where we can just have fun. Have fun with these games because there's going to be a lot of exciting football this year. I guarantee you that. I mean, it's whether we had a top-tier running back or not this year, there's a lot of great football games that are going to happen. Um, and we'll get into all that now. We'll go ahead and take a look at the schedule. But definitely not scared of the Patriots. I think going there at the beginning of the season is even better for us. Um, I think it'll be good to hopefully jump on them, get off to a good start, uh, and see them at home later on if they were to gain some momentum. On top of that, with the fact that the game that we had added on this year is the Giants game, which is also at home. Um, this this turns out great. to where the Miami Dolphins are, are not only not traveling too much, but they're going to have that extra home game. So that's huge. That's great. Um, always good for them to be at home. Uh, They do a good job, it looks like, at the beginning of the schedule, kind of alternating um, where they're going to go. You know, they go away, home, away, home. Uh, They'll have a couple of road games, including that London game, but then they're at home, and then they go through a stretch uh, of playing at home a lot. So that's that's pretty awesome, especially with the bye week kind of mixed in with that. There's going to be an entire month where they're just going to be at home. Uh, one of them being the bye week, yes, but three games in a bye week all at home, and that's going to be at the near to the end of the season. Um, so that's going to be huge for the Dolphins, including the bye week. You're at home. Uh, you're able to rest. You get that rest in. You're not having to travel. It's not as hard on your body. Near the end of the season before a hopeful playoff run, that's what you want. I mean, that's you couldn't have asked for any more than that. Um, I would say my only negative is probably still the London game, only because we go there so much. Um, You know, it would have been nice for that to have been, uh, if we didn't go to London, it would have been nice to play the Jaguars uh, in Jacksonville, because then, you know, you're playing uh, at home for four weeks in a row right there, because you'll play a game at home, you would have the Buccaneers, which is in the same state, that's why I kind of count that, Uh, but then you'd have the Jags, you'd still be in state, and uh, then you would have the Falcons at home. So that would be even less traveling, but you know, you you mix in that London game; it's not that big of a deal, and it's kind of a semi prime time type of game. I would I would say it's just kind of an awkward time here because it's early in the morning, um, but still, yeah, The other negative with that is that we do only have technically one prime time game right now. You've got your Thursday night game, but every team has a Thursday night game, uh, still counts as prime time, but it's not one that they have to especially give to you like a Sunday night or Monday night game. Um, the only other uh, primetime one is the Monday night game. And we have one Monday night game, a Thursday night game, and the London game, if you want to count that. Uh, there's two um, 3 o'clock games, or however you want to say it, 3 o'clock. I usually just say 3 o'clock games, evening games, but not night games. Uh, so there's only two of those. All the, all the rest of your games are at noon, you know. So, so that, that aspect of it, I was hoping to see a little bit more. I was hoping they would catch a Sunday night game. That um, would be nice. They haven't played in a Sunday night game in a while, uh, if I can remember right. I don't think they have. Uh, but it would be nice to see them catch a little bit more of that. But hey, if they're if they're able to go out, they showed the promise last year. If they're able to go out, uh, get to a playoff game, really represent themselves well this year, then I think next year would be the year that we start to see the uh, primetime games start to flow in for this team. Especially whenever some of the teams that they keep putting in there are probably not going to be very good. Uh, so, so I think that they're going to be happy to to be able to fill us in with some of those rules whenever we go out and hopefully prove it this year. Um, but that's kind of my overview of it. Really, it's it's a pretty good schedule. Uh, I'm extremely excited that we don't have to go uh, to the to Buffalo uh, at the end of the season. We go, we do go Halloween night, but holo, or Halloween. Sorry, not night, but we play them on Halloween, and that's definitely not going to be near as cold as having to play them the last few games of the season uh, in the snow and the cold, and so that's that's going to be a huge benefit for us. Uh, but the first game of the season is uh, uh, we are going to Gillette Stadium to play the Patriots week one, uh, same as last year on week one, and like I said before, it's an evening game, three o'clock game. Um, I personally am not, and it could be coming a place of just not liking the Patriots for so long, so there's a chance I'm completely wrong on this, but I just... I do not think the Patriots are going to be that good this year. I saw all the players that they brought in and all the money they spent, um, so they upgraded their team as a whole pretty well. But I thought they overspent on a lot of middle tier type of talent. Uh, I don't think you know that I don't think that they brought in a bunch of guys that are just going to be huge playmakers for the team. And their lack of you know running back uh, position, whether it be Sony Michelle or you know, those guys that they've had there, I'm not super impressed by them. Uh, and if they're going to still roll with Cam Newton, I he hasn't given me any reason in the last few years or more or however much to to you know since he had that MVP season, he's given me no reason to trust him at all as being able to finally bounce back. Um, his arm just hasn't looked good at all. So I'm not I'm not scared of playing him. Uh, I think their defense is a little overrated. They've got a lot of good players on their defense and some great players, obviously, uh, you know, great players on there, but. Um, some of them opted out. They're coming back. They're that much older with some of the players on that defense. Um, so uh, they're a defense that doesn't, doesn't scare me a lot. They can, they can create turnovers. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're definitely a dangerous defense They're I mean, they're, you know, they're still a top level defense. I'm not going to take anything away from that, but I think it is a little overhyped because I've seen some predictions having the Patriots in the, the 10 win kind of range. And I, I see them as more of an eight win team this year, personally. Um, and that's all kind of dependent on Mac Jones, too, because even if they decide to go with Mac Jones, whether it be at the beginning or a little bit into the season, you're still working with a rookie quarterback. So uh, there's, there's definitely some, some unknowns that go along with that. And a defense that is just, you know, pretty good. You know, not a bad defense. So I, I think that this is going to be a very good matchup for the Dolphins. I think it'll, it'll that one should be one that's in our favor. We should be favored in that game. Um... Then after the Raiders, we will be at home against the Colts, in you know Game Four of the year. So a lot of good opponents so far, and it's not getting easier after that. So <laughs> just a just a heads up, and I'm sure you already all know, but uh, the Colts at home. The Colts are going to be a team that's going to depend on a lot on Carson Wentz if we're going to see that. Uh, if we're going to see him be able to come back from what he used to be and not what we saw last year uh, when he was benched. So I I don't know. I don't really know what the Colts are going to be. They're a team that could be great, and they're a team that could be just middle of the road. Uh, they obviously did very well last year, but it's, it, they've had a lot of big changes this offseason. And, you know, they're, it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be interesting to see, which is why I'm glad that we play them uh, this early in the year, Week 4, so we don't really get to see them kind of mold into the team by the end of the season. That could be very good. Uh, so hopefully that gives us the opportunity to jump out on them uh, and, and take this one away. But then week five is at Tampa Bay to play the Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So that's going to be a uh, great game to watch. I'm super excited for this game. I, I think that's going to be such a fun game to watch. And if we could go into this game hypothetically, let's say if we're going into Tampa Bay to play the the former Super Bowl champions uh, and we are four and one. Oh, I'm sorry, I'd be wrong. I'd be three and one. If we're three and one going into that game, maybe we lose to the Bills, but we we get the Patriots, Raiders, and Colts. And you're three and one going into play that Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. It is going to be on. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. I'm going to be losing my stuff uh, to see us hopefully pull that out. But obviously, when we're not going to be favored it's going to be a very difficult game. Next is going to be uh, in London against the Jaguars, and uh, that's going to be Week Six. So, I mean, technically, we have, really all I can say about the Jaguars is it should be a game that we win, we should be favored in. Um, the. They're, they're going to be working with a rookie quarterback. Um, they're going to be trying to figure out if they're going to run with James, James Robinson, who was a great running back last year for them, or the Travis Etienne that they just drafted, very high. So that's going to be kind of a weird dynamic to see, but... They're going to have a lot of kinks to work out because they've got some. They had some good players that were already there. They drafted some very good players, but I, I see. I still see them in in that area of really kind of needing to get everything worked out in season. So I think they're still. They're not going to be a great team, but they're going to be a good and young team for sure. So, but you know, I, I would think that that'd be a game that the Dolphins should win. Uh, next game of the, next game is uh, going to be at home against the Buffalo Bills, week two. So we're getting to. We're we're gonna get we're gonna see what this Dolphins team is made up uh, made of the first four weeks the first oh pardon me the first five weeks of the season because I mean there's there's some potential to lose some games if they're not careful so they need to come out hot um, starting off to these slow starts like we've had the last couple of years winning going what I think it's one in seven out of the first eight games the last two years uh, I might be off on that by a game or so but I think that's what it was. But, you know, they can't afford to do that this year. If they're going to really establish themselves, they cannot start one and four uh, the first five games here. Um, so, but yeah, week, week two at home against the Bills, that's going to be your chance. You're going to have to be ready um, because nobody's going to pick you and a lot of people that are even Dolphins, uh, Dolphins fans are not going to pick you uh, in this game just because you know my thinking around it is that we've got to see them do it we've got to see them prove that they can beat this Bills team uh, before we can trust them to do it because they've the Buffalo Bills have really owned the Miami Dolphins at you know in recent years so and they've done nothing but get better Uh, they didn't do a whole lot in the offseason they tried to upgrade a couple areas but for the most part they're running it back and so I think if you've truly made the improvements, and, and Tua's got this whole off season to to really get better, as you know, I like to use as my narrative for it. Uh, hopefully, other people are as well. But it's going to be a big, you know, a big thing to see right there. Is if if Tua shows the big improvements that we want him to make and become the accurate, good passer that he should be, uh, this this would be the one that we would need to go out and show that he is is truly uh, is truly come into that spot that we need him to be at. After that, we will be at home against the Falcons. Uh, That's going to be a pretty tough team, be a good game. Um, I I still see us in a better place than the Falcons are right now. They've got a very good receiving core, especially since they brought in Kyle Pitts. Um, Calvin Ridley's great. Julio Jones is great. Matt Ryan's a a good quarterback. I think a very good quarterback. Um, Their offensive line isn't super great. And they're going to have little, little running game this year. I don't expect huge things out of the running game, uh, barring them maybe bringing in somebody else. But that's going to be an area of weakness for them. Uh, and I think Miami matches them up pretty well with them, considering our secondary is going be, should be very good, uh, You know, and at least slow down what Matt Ryan's going to be able to put up, put up on them. And the Atlanta defense is just, they've added more pieces in, they're going to be improved. They've been trying to work on that defensive unit for a couple years, at least now, maybe a few years, because uh, they've just very, you know, their defense has struggled a lot. Uh, so I, I, I think that the defense is going to be able to put Miami in a position to put up some points and, and keep pace with whatever Matt Ryan can do. So I, you know, I kind of like them in that game as well, and especially since it's at home, uh, at home that's always a bonus. So definitely going to be a difficult game. Uh, I look forward to seeing it at the beginning of the year, though. Because uh, so, I think it's really going to be an indicator of what we're going to be looking at for the season. And um, in going into the next week, uh, week number three at, at the uh, at the Raiders. And the Raiders game is a uh, 3 o'clock game, evening game. And uh, so, I mean, that was a close game last year with them. I don't think that the Raiders have gotten better uh, from last year to this year. I think that they kind of mixed up their running back room, bringing Kenyon Drake in there and kind of messing up Josh Jacobs, who... In my opinion, is a great back and should be their uh, three down kind of back. He gets, you know, he's had injury trouble and he's kind of been up and down at times, but I think he's a great player. And bringing in Kenyon Drake there is just going to cause confusion. Um, I don't think they're going to complement each other very well. And uh, because Kenyon Drake, he's been an up and down back also. Uh, Their offensive line had a lot of issues. They had a lot of turnover with that, so that's going to be a little bit of a. A little bit of a mystery for them this year, kind of trying to find that uh, cohesion between each other. Uh, but, you know, Derek Carr, he's shown ups and downs. He plays good at times. He played good against us, that's for sure. But um, but he's definitely a quarterback that has ups and downs, can, can uh, turn the ball over. Uh, but that next game, after the Falcons, we will be going to Buffalo on Halloween to play the Bills. So, you know, it's very similar to the first thing. I don't know if we're going to beat them. That first time we meet them or not, um, you know, that'll be, that'll depend a lot on my outlook of playing them again here. Um, but at the same time, it's it's pretty it's very likely we could lose both games to the Bills. I hope not. I would like and hope for us to split at least, um, and I think that's possible. But it's hard to predict whether they're going to win or lose uh, playing the Bills at all this year. There's just no way to really tell until we play them. Well, the good news after a difficult part of the season so far, uh, after playing the Bills in Buffalo on Halloween, we'll come back home to play the Texans. And that should be an easily winnable game. Um, if, if they have uh, Deshaun Watson playing quarterback for them, then it, it certainly could be more difficult because he's a very good, a very, very good uh, quarterback. But I'm sure we'll get into talking about that um, during the season when I'm doing the podcast and we get to, to week two. We'll we we'll break down the bills a lot before that game. But really, after Deshaun Watson, uh, the rest of their team is still lacking in so many areas. I mean, they, they're they at the point where they've got some players on there. They're trying to tear it down at the same time, but they've got a quarterback who doesn't even want to play there. It's It's a mess. It is a mess. And even with a new head coach, they're going to have to get a lot of stuff figured out. So this team should not be good for the foreseeable future, really. You can't sleep on Deshaun Watson and some of the players on this team, but uh, it's it's a game that you should win. But hopefully the Dolphins can use that Texans game as kind of a get-right game. I don't know what their record will be to that point yet, um, but re- regardless of where it's at, they kind of need a get-right game. They need to kind of fine-tune everything, and that's what you can use a, that kind of game for. To really make sure everything is fine-tuned, running smooth, uh, because you may have a few more instances in a game like that where you can uh, try some different stuff, where you can work on some different areas, and you're not in a high-intense situation, must-win, where you really, you know, you're you're more limited on the things you do because you've got to be careful. Uh, But all that being said, it's because we play the next game uh, after the Texans at home will be at home as well, but it's going to be against the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday Night Football. the Baltimore Ravens have had Miami's number for a while, and they have been a thorn in this team's side all the way back to the, two, the year 2000. Um, I mean, really, for the last 21 years, the Baltimore Ravens have been a huge thorn in Miami's side. And we've had our moments whenever they had Joe Flacco and a, few, you know, a couple things, just uh, Kiko Alonso taking him out on the sideline. Uh, so so we've, we've had some memorable moments, but a lot of them have been pretty bad. I still think back to the primetime game with... Uh, whenever Matt Moore was starting for the Miami Dolphins, we played, uh, we played Joe Flacco and the Ravens, and I can't remember, I can't remember what night it was. It was it was a primetime game, um, but they completely just jumped out and demolished the Dolphins. I mean, just demolished them. So, it's it's been hard to watch. Um, I, I honestly matching up with them is going to be hard. Uh, we've we've got the team to compete with them, but um, it, it's really. Going to be a difficult game, that's for sure. So hopefully that they're ready to go because that'll be a big one. Uh, the next game is going to be at New York to play the Jets. Uh, I'm not going to touch on either one of the Jets matchups that much. Honestly, we should sweep them this year. Uh, they're they're much improved. They got some good talent on that team now. Uh, they've you know obviously brought in what they're hoping is to be their quarterback of the future. Uh, but even if even if he plays very good, uh, they're still going to be a young, upcoming you know rebuilding type of team with a rookie quarterback. So. All that being said, you can break down to what areas they're good at. They've got a good defensive line; it might be hard to run against them. But at the same time, all you know, however much you want to dive into it, it really boils down to this is a, the team that Miami should beat twice this year. But after the Jets game, um, we will be playing at home against the Carolina Panthers. That's a very good team, and it's it could be one of those trap game type of situations because uh, they've still got they're going to have Christian McCaffrey back. Uh, they've got some pretty good pass catchers on that team. And their defense is pretty decent. It's a decent defense, uh, so it's a team that I'm not entirely scared of. I think that they should be able to handle business against them, but I think it's going to be a, a difficult game in a lot of ways. So it's it's one that they certainly can't you know they can't go into thinking that they're you know that they should be favored in it. But they're still a very good coach team. Uh, they always play very well at home. So I'm going to be right in the Lions' den. I'm going to be there and. I hope we can pull out that win. It would be great to see us get that much-needed win on primetime to further um, kind of put our, our foot forward through the door of trying to get more of those games each year. But again, uh, look forward to going down there. I've never been to New Orleans before, uh, so really excited to just get to see it. We're going to stay for a couple of days. That way we have a day we can kind of enjoy. You know, we take a, take a look around and go see some stuff before we come back. So it should be a lot of fun. And I look forward on on both of these games that I'm going to be at to hopefully uh, hooking up with some of you out there. Uh, if any of you are going to those games, feel free to reach out to me and uh, let me know we can meet up. I can I can bring the grill. We can we can do whatever. Make a great time out of it. I, I hopefully I always look forward into meeting more Miami Dolphins fans because living in Southwest Missouri, you don't you don't know very many personally. So this is another one of those ways you know for me through this podcast to be able to to really. Um, hopefully, find better ways to communicate with a lot of fans and just talk about the team that, that we love together. Even though they probably will be. Uh, but after, yeah, this, this is during that stretch where they're going to be at home a lot. The first one, like I said, was at home against the Panthers. Next week, we'll be at home against the Giants. It's going to be our added on game. Um, the Giants are, are, in a lot of ways, kind of like the Panthers. Um, they've still got Daniel Jones uh, as far as on the Giants team, but they've got Saquon Barkley who will be coming back at running back. They're going to have Kenny Galladay. Um, you know they, who they brought in—big name receiver, pretty good for the Lions. Uh, they've got some some decent pass catchers, a good running game. Their line has had a lot of issues, so that's one area that's going to possibly hurt them. They've tried to address it for sure, uh, but if if the fix has worked, is going to be yet to be seen until we see it out there on the field. Um, their defense has got some pretty good young players on it, so the defense can cause some issues, but. Uh, it's it's kind of similar to the Panthers. It's a game that they that they should probably be favored to win, but they can't sleep on the Giants at all. Um, those are some good games to have back to back at home, though. So that that is something that's going to benefit them. Uh, but after the Giants will go into the bye week, so a late bye week in the in the season, which is nice. I think it's going to benefit the Dolphins very well. They've got some difficult games early on, especially. So I think a, a bye week at that point can hopefully get some people healthy if they need to. Um, and get ready for the push and but after the bye week they'll, they'll play at home again. So even better for as far as rest and uh, not travelings concerned like I touched on early on in the podcast. Um, but we'll play the Jets at home after that. So a similar situation to playing the Jets at the beginning um, even after coming off of a bye week, that's certainly going to be a game that we should win. Um, the, the week after that we are going to be traveling to New Orleans, for a Monday night game against the Saints. And I am going to be there. I'm super excited. I bought tickets for this game. Me and my wife are going to be going. Um, so we're going to go down to New Orleans for that Monday night game. Uh, I will also... But I bought a ticket for myself uh, for, the week, for the week after. I uh, don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But the week after, which will be at Tennessee to play the Titans. Um, I live in Missouri. So the, you know, it's not too often that I get decent, drivable type of games to go to. So I'm really going to try to capitalize this year, knock a couple of NFL stadiums off the bucket list, uh, and get to see games in back-to-back weeks live. So, I mean, I can't ask for much more than that. I'm super excited. I could not be more happy, um, especially with what I think is going to be happening with this team this year at this time of the season. Hopefully with a good record. Hopefully really pushing for these wins to make it even more exciting to be there. Um, But going back to it, playing Monday night at the New Orleans Saints. And I remember the last Monday night game that Miami played against the New Orleans Saints, and it was not very good. <laughs> it did not we, I believe we were both undefeated at that time of year. We were both 3-0 at the beginning of the year, I want to say it was, um, and went in to play the Saints and, and got a little embarrassed. So, so it, wasn't a, it wasn't a great time then, uh, a lot different time now. As many good players as there are on the Saints team, the Alvin Kamaras, the Michael Thomases, uh, great players on defense still, you know, I think their defense is still a top-tier defense in the league. Very good. Very good. Um, But they are not only just, you know, missing some pieces that have been there since their, you know, uh, elite-playing type of days, but they're missing the biggest piece of all. And you can't pretend that losing a Drew Brees for a team like this, thats he has just been the staple, the leader, the leader of really the league. I mean, he was the representative for the... uh Uh, the Players Association for a while and, um, you know, really kind of proven what kind of guy he is, especially for that city. So having Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill step in at quarterback in his place, um, knowing everything that we do about both of those types of players and their play style, I just don't see it being something that's going to translate into, you know, kind of taking over that spot that they really need in order for this team to be good. Uh we saw Michael Thomas struggle immensely because of that last year with Drew Brees' injury. Uh and so I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult, you know, for the playmakers that they have on offense to really do enough for them uh because I think they're gonna be held back a little bit by that uh quarterback play and, and leadership role that they're missing. Could that possibly hurt in the playoffs having to play in a winter type of game for for a young team like that? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I think it's still better to go ahead and get these wins and get that experience now. Uh, and if it means playing in warmer weather to do so, to kind of give you that benefit, then, hey, I'm not going to argue with it. But, but again, yes, after being on the road uh, against the Saints, the Miami Dolphins will again go on the road to play the Tennessee Titans. And um, having these games at this point in the season, you know, the last few weeks, there's the two away games are going to be in New Orleans and Tennessee. And honestly, we're not going to have to deal with a whole lot of uh, winter weather problems like we deal with when we go to Buffalo the last couple games of the year. Uh, you know It's not going to be as bad. There's a chance in Tennessee, uh, the game being on January 2nd, that there, there's a chance of some sort of wintry weather type of you know, activity going on. But I, I've seen it at that type of year around this area be fairly warm too. So maybe we'll get lucky. Um, but that's going to be great though for this team, not having to get into these extreme cold weather situations just yet. Um, until they get a little bit more veteran uh, experience behind them, uh, but going back to Tennessee, they're they're a very good team. They were a good team last year. They're still going to be a good team this year. Uh, they've lost a couple of pass catchers on the team. I think it's going to hurt them because AJ Brown is is going to be their main guy. I mean, he's the main guy catching the ball. They've they've either they brought some other people in or moved some people up, but he's. Certainly going to be the main guy. Losing uh, losing Corey Davis and some other people is, is was a huge hit for this team. Uh, still having Derrick Henry is great, but he has taken so many carries uh, in in recent years and and taken so much punishment that I mean, could could he possibly take a step back and not be as explosive as he's been? Especially later in the year, he's getting a little older. Um, it's possible. I'm going to expect him to be great though until he shows that he's not great anymore. Because he's he's been outstanding on that defensive line and helping to hopefully stop the run, and also with Christian Wilkins coming back with a, with another year under his belt as well, and hopefully you know gaining some gaining some confidence and in, in, uh, kind of more veteran presence as he gets a little older. But even though the Dolphins have have struggled against the run um it, it, in some games in some situations they've done a they've done a whole lot in my opinion to address that over the offseason bring in bringing in uh, Bernardrick McKinney to be that big run stuffer as a linebacker um going out and getting the defensive tackle from uh from the Patriots his name escapes me right now uh but, but a good player very good player to bring into this room uh, we saw a lot of things from uh, Raquan Davis last year as well in in uh in, in the, the rushing defense category. So I, I see the Titans as, as a good game, very good game. Uh, I, w- I would call it even, depending on Tua's play for the year, I would call it a very uh, equal type of matchup in a lot of ways. But I, I do think the Dolphins should probably be favored in this game. I don't know if they will be, especially by this point of the year, who knows with the records. But um, I, I see it as possibly a, a very, you know, a 60-40, almost 50-50 kind of matchup. At least based upon what we've seen from the Titans in the last couple of years and the the huge improvements that they've made and the the really good play that they've shown. Uh, But after playing on the road against the Titans, our very last game is going to be at home against the Patriots. So playing at home against the Patriots, the last game of the year, um, really, uh, it's it's a game that, again, I think that they should be favored in. I, I like them against the Patriots this year. Uh, we, you know, it's possible we can see Mac Jones on the field by this time of the year, and he's a rookie quarterback uh, playing against this team. Or, you know, really, it, it's just kind of unpredictable to to know what it's going to be like. Uh, whether the Dolphins, hopefully, are in a spot where they may not even have to start their starters. Who knows? I mean, everything's possible. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good way to end the season, and hopefully, put themselves in a position to uh, maybe make the playoffs. That's what we hope for. That's what we want. And like I said at the beginning, it's what we should expect, I believe, from what we've seen so far. That's what we should uh, expect from this team. But that's pretty much going to do it for today's episode. Uh, feel free to visit my Facebook page, New Beginnings Podcast. Uh, you know, uh, leave, leave a like, uh, follow me, and feel free to leave a, a review on there that helps me reach more people whenever I get reviews. Uh, and let me know how I'm doing. Give me some feedback. If there's something that you would like me to talk about, you're more than welcome to send me a message about that, or even if you just want to chat about the team and the year ahead, feel free to just send me a message. I I will chat with you all day. But that's pretty much it for the schedule. Uh, That's going to be it. Um, I've seen some predictions so far. I know Travis Wingfield on the Drive Time podcast for the Dolphins. Uh, I just listened to his schedule breakdown today, and he was – uh, putting them at, at making the playoffs as the sixth seed and playing against the Baltimore Ravens in the first game in the playoffs for them, so I would be more than happy with that. Uh, pretty tough spot to be, especially having to play Baltimore again in that first game of the playoffs, like we've been cursed to do for so long, it seems like. Uh, but but you know, getting in the playoffs is giving yourself a chance, so we'll take what we can get. But again, my name is Tyler Moss. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show. I will come back to you uh, hopefully not too long after some breaking news or any news that comes forward. I'll let it build up and we'll come back and talk about it as we get closer to the season. So stay classy out there, fins up everybody, and see you soon. And like I mentioned before, look forward to going to a couple of games this year. It's really exciting. I haven't been to a Dolphins game for a couple of years now, and, and I'm extremely excited to be back watching live football. It's going to be super exciting to hopefully have the stadiums filled uh, a lot of noise as we come back to a, a post, uh, post-coronavirus uh, NFL season.